Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 346. The Way to Finding Powerful Human Connection by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Ciao, friend. I'm Joss Marie, and thanks for coming back to my show where I narrate content from some of the best relationship blogs out there. Relationships is a huge category, so we try and cover all sorts of topics that fall within it, which means we're always open to your ideas if you have any, so you can let us know right at oldpodcast.com if you do have something to share. But with that, let's get to Leo's post in which he offers some tips for creating powerful human connection and start optimizing your life. The Way to Finding Powerful Human Connection by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net As I write this, I'm sitting in a cloud-filled rainforest at a retreat in Ecuador, surrounded by the calls of thousands of tropical birds and creatures, dense lush greenery, and some of the most open-hearted human beings I've ever met. Before I came here, I had some anxiety about meeting everyone, worried what they might think of me, worried that I would be awkward at talking to everyone or not fit in. This anxiety made me not want to come. That would have been a huge mistake. I realized that I was telling myself a story about how bad I am at public speaking, at meeting new people, about how unworthy I am of others liking me. This story was not helpful and was getting in the way of me doing something with the potential to be amazing. So I asked myself if it was definitely true, and the answer was, I don't know. That I don't know scares me. I decided I had to look at the I don't know in a different way. So I told myself instead, I don't know, and I would love to find out. Who knows what I'll discover? This helped me to get on the plane, and then I was forced to meet an entire group of 24 strangers. And I could see them as 24 people who were potentially going to judge me, or I could see them as fellow human beings who have aspirations and who struggle, who have love for others and frustration and anger, who want to be better people and who are disappointed in themselves that they are not who want to make a difference in the world and feel guilty that they procrastinate, who are beautiful but who judge themselves, who are so different from me in many wonderful ways, but who at their core have the same tender heart of humanity, beating with strength and fragility, just like me. I met them and smiled. I felt the anxiety coming up again, but I turned with curiosity to them. I felt myself wanting to run away and be alone and comfortable, but I tried to find their aspirations and struggles. I opened my heart to them, and they came in with kindness and changed me, and made the effort of overcoming my fear and anxiety of being judged and failing completely worth the effort, a thousand times over. Human connection is not so common in our age of connectivity. We see lots of people, but find our little cocoons to hide in. 
we don't realize we're craving a deeper connection with others until we find it. It's hard to connect because cultural norms get in the way. We're supposed to talk about the weather and sports and the news, but not our deepest struggles. We're supposed to say cooler, witty things, but not share our greatest hopes for our lives or the person we want to become. It's hard, but human connection is one of the most powerful forces available to us. We don't realize we thirst for it, but we do, and the thirst is deep. When I find real human connection, it nourishes my soul, changes me, moves me to tears. I can't count how many times I've cried this week. My heart feels raw in a way that opens it up to further connection. So how do we connect when it's so hard? I'd like to share some thoughts. Number one, put yourself in a place with people with your interests. This retreat is filled with people trying to change their lives and interested in mindfulness. That's such a rare thing to be with a group of people like this, but we each made the intentional choice to come here. Find a group like this at a small conference, a retreat, group meetings, a running club, a tech meetup, anything. Do some online searches for ideas, but say yes to at least one. Number two, overcome your resistance. I always find resistance to meeting up with people and big resistance to coming to give a presentation and meeting with a bunch of strangers. The resistance can keep us from ever getting out of our comfort zones. Don't let it. The benefit of connection is so much greater than the resistance that you should push through it. Number three, smile and be curious. When you meet these scary strangers, open yourself up. Smile, ask them about themselves, try to find out more. People often appreciate a good listener, and questions can start a conversation and keep it going. Number four, share when you can. While listening is better than talking, I found that when I can be vulnerable and share my fears and struggles, people feel they can do the same. This is when you make a real connection, getting below the surface. It takes a little skill to know when you can open up and how much you can share. You don't want to share your deepest secrets as soon as you meet, but you can slowly open up as the other person does the same. Some people are not comfortable opening up, so don't push it too deep or expect everyone to want to make this kind of connection, but be open to it. Number five, open your heart. These are other human beings in front of you, and they have tender hearts and pain and hope just like you do. Open your heart and see who you find in front of you and appreciate who you find. Be yourself and trust that you are worthy of others' love as well. Let others in. Give hugs. Number six, connecting groups and one-on-one. -on -one. If you're at a conference or in a big group of 20 or more people, it can be hard to really find connection. I much prefer one-on-one, -on -one, so I'll try to turn to someone and start a private conversation if they're open to it, getting to know them better. I also value small group conversations from three to six people and think they can be great bonding experiences and a lot of fun. Number seven, don't hide in your phone. Many of us have the tendency these days to use our phones when we're in crowded public spaces. But when you're going somewhere like a conference that has a lot of people, it's a big mistake to shut yourself off. Instead, seek interaction, even if you feel awkward about it. I like to start off with a simple question or sometimes with a simple joke that diffuses the tension. Number eight, practice makes you better and more comfortable at it. I'm certainly not the world's best conversationalist nor the most comfortable talking in a group. However, I'm better now than I have been in the past because I've been purposefully practicing over the last decade or so. I still have a long way to go, but it's amazing to see the progress I've made and the more I do it, the less nervous I get. Number nine, 
use each other to dive deeper and find clarity. If you can have good one-on-one conversations or even small group talks, challenge each other to go deeper into your struggles and challenges, aspirations, and life purposes. You'll often find a lot of clarity in these talks. Number 10. Use each other for continued support. I often offer to give someone accountability if they say they've been struggling to deal with a habit. Or if we're both struggling with something, we might try to support each other's efforts to overcome the struggle in the near future. And number 11. Make an effort to keep in touch. If you make a real human connection, find a way to keep up the conversation and even meet again in person if it's possible. If it's not possible, make a Skype date so you can talk face-to-face. I don't pretend to have all the answers nor to be any kind of expert. I still get nervous and awkward. But these ideas have helped me and I hope they help you. Because simple connections with wonderful human beings have changed my life this week. And the power of the love from these connections has left me completely devastated. You just listened to the post titled, The Way to Finding Powerful Human Connection by Leo Babauta of ZenHabits.net. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can totally confide in Leo when it comes to feeling anxious about meeting up with a group of strangers. But recently, I actually put myself out there and it paid off. Long story short, I introduced myself to a few ladies at the park who ended up being stay-at-home moms in the area. And we're actually linked on a Facebook group now where a bunch of stay-at-home moms stay connected and plan meetups. Couldn't be happier I went out and stepped outside of my comfort zone. And I hope Leo's tips help you if this is something you're trying to work on as well. But on that note, Let's call it a day. Thanks so much for listening and hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow with a post from TK Coleman, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.